We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello lovers, welcome to Unveiled. I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And we're here to spill the tea on the big wide world of weddings. Get ready for love stories, epic fails, and enough gossip to make your grandma blush. Whether you're planning or just here for the laughs, this is Unveiled. 90% love, 10% chaos, and 100% good vibes. Let's dive in. Hello, Luce. Hello. How's it going? Yep, very well. You were at... I was at Bandooli on the weekend. weekend. Yeah, I feel like there's a bit of a Bandooli theme between you and I at the moment. Yeah, we've been out there a fair bit lately. We should have set up shop out there in (laughs) Barrel. I love Barrel. My gosh, I just feel like that it's just such a beautiful part Mm. of the... I just just love it there. It's only an hour and a half from Sydney. It's actually really close. Yeah, it's really, really nice. But you... Because Bendooli's sort of cut into two different Mm. venues. Yep, you've got the book barn and you've got the stables. Yeah, yeah. And so you were at the stables the other week. Mm -hmm. Any highlights that you'd like to share with everyone? You seriously just can't go wrong in that venue. You just Mm. point a camera in any direction and it's all good. Mm. (laughs) So that just shows Eddie, Eddie's thoughtful process towards photography. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's stunning. I remember when the stables were first built because this that was it was always been the book barn, but then the yeah. stables came second probably five or six years ago, and it was literally just the stables in the middle of kind of like a open field. And now, is it like six seven years later? It's super lush. Everything's grown. It's mm. absolutely delicious. It's a photographer's dream. Mm. And then inside the actual stables, it's just stunning. High ceilings. They've got this beautiful open fireplace. It's like it's quite modern. Acoustic it friendly. Modern? It's it's modern, like yeah. polished concrete floors. It's absolutely spectacular. Okay. So it's quite different to the book barn, which has got quite a lot of character. Completely different. Yeah. 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 What's the book? Oh, well, you tell us what's the feels on the book barn. I mean, I just think the actual Bandooli estate is so beautifully manicured and looked after. You've got the big giant homestead um, that's sort of offsite, well, not offsite, but like off to the left of like where a lot of people have their ceremony. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the wedding on the weekend was really, really beautiful. They had their ceremony down on the, on the water. And one thing I wanted to talk about... Mm which I have not seen at a wedding before, is they had these little handycam video cameras on the tables. Cool. Yeah. So I thought it was a really cool way to get their guests involved in creating the footage of the day. I will say that it doesn't take away from needing a videographer, I don't believe, because it's not going to capture speeches and audio and ceremony and all of the stuff that you get so well and beautifully but it was a really cool way to get people involved and there's something about that vcr kind of handy cam mm. look too at one point i was shooting dance floor and as my flash was going off i had someone to my left with a handy cam and it was just like obviously because there's no light on the handy cam mm. was just capturing like really cool flicker sort of things Sick. on the df with my flash and i was like this is really cool it's just a really nice way to you know, that people were standing up doing little handicams of like the speeches and really close 
creative shots of the couple while the speeches were happening. Yeah. So it was just, I thought that was a really cool thing to share. Yeah. So um, it's the, because quite often you see the little disposable film cameras. Yeah. So this is at the actual video. Video. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there were no disposables at this one. It was VCR little handy cam. I think they were calling, one of the guys called it, the MC called it the dad cams, <laughs> which I loved. Um, and there was an, just something else that I wanted to share when the ceremony was happening, it, I've never actually heard this before, but the beautiful bride, Lauren, closed her vows with, I can't wait to call you my ex-boyfriend and now call you my husband. I just oh, thought yes. that was such a funny, fun, cute little way to end vows. Love it. Never heard that before. Yeah. Have you? Uh, can't wait to call you my ex-boyfriend. I, I have to say I have heard it before. Oh, have you? <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> But oh. also something interesting, you came home and you said that the bride walked herself down the aisle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. tell us well, a bit about that. Until, so she she walked from the homestead across the grass yeah. and then picked up her both her mum and her dad at the start of where the aisle started. Cool. And they took her, I was about to say carried her, <laughs> they didn't carry her. They took her all the way down to her nice. partner, which was, yeah. So she had her own moment and then yeah. Yeah, parents went down. Yeah, yeah I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. And it's just another one. If you can just do whatever you want on your wedding day, can't you? Like this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. <laughs> we're, we're always saying here, traditions are out the window and that's just another one really. So yeah, yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Anyway. So today's today, ep, we've got we one have of your... Brides, yeah. Samanda, yeah. got married in Luca, which is in Tuscany in Italy. Yeah, super excited to share this chat because the biggest thing for us was Samanda and Ryan's wedding was beautiful, but the biggest thing was that she, they are actually from Canada and they planned their wedding from Canada and flew all their guests over to Tuscany in Italy. Well, did, yes, flew all their guests, but they... Uh, well, all their guests came from, yes, sorry, they didn't, Canada. They, they did not pay <laughs> for all their guests. Well, maybe they did. We don't no, know. They, they didn't. No, did. no, 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 they didn't. But um, yeah, no, I just thought off the back of, you know, our episode around Destination Weddings got mm. quite a lot of love. So we just thought it would be really helpful to actually for you guys to hear firsthand from a couple that planned on one side of the world, sourced their, a lot of their vendors from another part of the world, being Australia, and then got married in Italy. So, you know, it's a, yeah, planning a wedding is a big job, but doing that with all those things considered is, makes it even bigger. Yeah. So let's dive into our chat with Mandy. Thanks for jumping on, Mandy. Let's kick things off with yours and Ryan's love story. How did you guys meet? Yeah, Ryan and I don't have like a big, crazy love story. It's more kind of just boy meets girl, friends of friends. I remember actually our friends were like, oh, you should come out, meet this guy. And I looked at his Facebook pictures at the time, many years ago. And I was like, no, I don't think I can come. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> um, yeah, poor Rye. Um, And then I don't know what ended up happening. We met at a party one day and I was like, oh, no, like I made such a big mistake. I should have gone out. And then kind of the rest is just history. We ended up chatting and getting to know each other, moving in together really quickly and kind of just fell in love and grew from there. How did the idea of a destination wedding in Italy all come about? 
it was it was kind of a tricky situation because it wasn't like peak COVID anymore, but COVID was still kind of going on. And we honestly didn't want to have like a big, huge wedding. And if we got married in our hometown, there's always like A-list friends, B-list friends, C-list friends. And then all of a sudden you have like all of these groups of people and it's a 200 person wedding. And we just, we wanted a day that felt so much about us and not about having to make other people, you know, happy or make small talk. We just wanted to do what we wanted to do. So we looked at different like venues all over Canada. We looked at Mexico. We looked at California. We looked at like basically everywhere. I was calling wedding planners from all over, you know, the globe. And we kind of just were like, what about Italy? Like randomly threw it out there, kind of pipe dream. And we ended up going on Airbnb and found like this gorgeous place for 25 people to stay and it ended up costing the same as like the rental for a hall in our hometown for one night so wow kind of that's crazy yeah yeah it's crazy so it didn't it just didn't make sense and of course we kind of went over the idea with our closest friends and family and we're like if we did this what are your thoughts and nobody had traveled because of COVID. So everyone's like, do it, please. Any excuse to get out of Canada, let's go. So, wow. yeah, it kind of just worked out. Yeah. So, so interested to know, did you just pluck in Airbnb like Italy? Or because you were in a, a town called Luca, yeah. um, which is, I mean, it's not the biggest town ever, but did you, how did you, yeah, def- how did you, how did you narrow it there? down to that, that area? Yeah, super random. My mom actually was like, I found this place like just on Airbnb. I think she just did Italy on Airbnb. And like, I don't know if you guys use Airbnb often, but it's the coolest tool it's to the find. Best. We love it. Yeah. It's probably the Isn't first one the we best? go to and st- yeah, to, to book a holiday. Yeah, always. Yeah. yeah. Always Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. Us too. So it, she kind of just found it like on a, on a wide search and we inquired and they're like, yeah, we're available, but we won't be for long. So think it over. We'll book off this week for you for, I think it was 10 days we had to think about it. And it was just perfect. It's so good. And especially because had you been to Tuscany before? Yeah. So myself, Ryan, when we were just dating and my dad and my stepmom, we all did an Italian tour. We went to like Rome, Florence, Venice and Tuscany. And it was really cute. Ryan and I were like standing over the hills in Tuscany and we were like, oh, like we should get married here one day. Like just kind of pipe dream. And then we ended up getting married there one day oh it's beautiful it does very much have that beautiful love vibe too it's so I don't know there's something about it Tuscany just feels like I think it's the wine and the food and the rolling hills and the beautiful sun and warmth it's just gorgeous totally such a nice spot it's so romantic it's very romantic that's definitely the word I was after yeah so (laughs) during the wedding planning being from Canada and planning your Mm -hmm. wedding in Italy, were there any surprises or obstacles during the planning and how did you guys navigate those? Yeah, like there, there definitely were surprises and obstacles. And I think being like the traditional bride, I felt a lot of the burden where I didn't want to put it on 
Ryan, I'm the one that wanted to speak fairy tale wedding. So there's definitely ups and downs. Being from like North America and Canada and I'm sure Australia, like the wedding industry is very like, like very to a T. There's tons of planning, there's lots of timelines. And I felt that a lot of my European vendors were kind of like, it's fine. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> in Canada, we would have all of this ironed up by now. So there were some little headaches like that, for sure. But I mean, just getting over them by really vocalizing to your vendors, like, this is what I expect. And I'm sorry if that's, you know, different from what you guys usually do. But I mean, I'm a super type A personality as well. Like, I don't know if you guys saw my wedding Bible. I loved it. I I loved your wedding Bible. I thought it was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, you know, 50 page document of every thought from the morning I woke up to the morning I went to bed. But it just kept me really organized. Yeah. Um, so to get through is kind of like the, the bit of a cultural difference, I think, between the wedding industry here and there was a, a feat. But you just got to stay organized and let people know what you're expecting. And then if people aren't okay with what you're expecting, then at that point, maybe you pivot. But I got over everything I was dealing with just by kind of vocalizing what I was looking for. Yeah, well, we can definitely relate. We, an experience that Lucy and I found when we were over there was the exactly the same. The, the planners in Australia are a lot more detailed and mm. thorough. Like, yeah. And we're in Europe and when we're in Europe, we're getting run sheets like a few days before the wedding. Yeah. We? And it was not like there were, I mean, that's fine. It's just, it just takes a little bit of getting used to because we're like you, Samanda, we're got everything ironed out like six weeks prior. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's just, yeah. A, it's just a different way of life over there. It's also just, I think, for couples as well, navigating any wedding, like whether it be overseas or in their local hometown, it's like if you're removing the guesswork and you're just putting out there exactly kind of what your expectations are and what you really want from your day that you're putting a lot of energy into, it's only going to help the people that you're working with, you know. So whether it's a 50-page wedding bible or it's a it's a five page run sheet or it's a one page run sheet it's like you've just got to do what makes you feel the most relaxed going into your day so you can have the most beautiful and relaxed day right so i think that's the biggest thing yeah yeah so no i could not have said it better yeah no judgment at all i think it's really (laughs) good and especially being overseas as well it's like you got to do what you got to do yeah Um, You got to do because you won't know. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And there's a lot of logistics in terms of, which leads us into the next question, like getting your dress and stuff overseas because I'm assuming that was coming with you. Um, Ryan's suit, the rings, all of that stuff has got to get on a plane. It's not just like down the road kind of thing. So (laughs) do do you have any tips that you can share for couples that are considering a destination wedding? Yeah, I think like honestly just be organized and make sure that you have everything in your mind just like you would if you were getting married in Canada or in Australia or what have you like do the best that you can to look at the venue whether it be on Instagram or Google Maps or asking like the vendor to show you around on FaceTime make sure you have open communication with your vendors and the venue partners 
just to ease your own mind, I found that that was the biggest trick about getting married in Italy was my own thoughts were driving me crazy. I should have just listened to everyone when they were like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um, and, and logistically, of course, you need to make sure you have all of your stuff together, carry on your dress, carry on your rings, carry on the suits, your shoes, a little bit of makeup just in case all else fails, mm, right? All bags so get lost we had, yeah, exactly. And air tags were my best friend. Oh, how good I are they? Right tip. The best. The best. They saved my life. We had a bit of a hiccup in the Toronto airport, and it was totally fine because I had an air tag. So oh, my gosh. How good's that? Logistically, yeah, yeah. It's It was really worth it to invest in air tags. So that would be a big tip. And just communicate. Make sure you are open to communicating. And it's okay to be maybe a little crazy because you're planning this massive wedding from so far away. Ask questions, be open, set expectations, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we got those air tags too. So for anyone listening, they're about 120 Aussie dollars, and you get four of them, and you can Best chuck them in your different. Spend. But funny story, we were in Bali. I'm going to throw you under the bus yeah. here. We were in Bali, and Lucy decided to take jeans to Tuscany and to Bali and it's like 30 degrees plus every day. So she sent the jeans home and forgot to take the air tag out of the jeans. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the air tag went home. So that was a big fail. But <laughs> oh no. That was pretty funny. But anyway, um, getting back on, on track, um, what, what were the most important things to you and Ryan to include on your special day? Good question. We just wanted it to feel like us we wanted our friends to make sure that if they were you know reiterating the wedding to somebody else they were like oh it was so mandy and ryan and i think it really was i think our friends and i hope everybody there had fun that was really important to us we both picked a couple words that we wanted people to walk away from the wedding uh thinking and it like fun and gorgeous were the the top two and I think it was I mean there was a couple little moments that were really beautiful and meaningful to me both of my grandmothers have passed away and both of their names were names of flowers coincidentally so I had my florist create a big bouquet of irises and a big bouquet of lilies and um, we gave them to my mom and to my stepmom they were, that was a really special moment. I loved that. Yeah, it was beautiful. And we actually had irises and lilies uh, lining the aisle uh, of the ceremony too. So just like little touches that nobody else noticed, but they were really special, were super meaningful. And just having such an intentional day and making sure that we were in the moment. It was so important to us to be in the moment and enjoy ourselves instead of doing the runaround and making sure everything looked nice. I just, the morning of the wedding, I put up my hands and waved the white flag and whatever will be, will be. And I just really enjoyed it. And that was super important to us. Yeah. Really, really good advice, Mandy. And in terms of RSVPs, because I think this is really interesting. (laughs) We've had a few people actually say about, you know, how do you kind of put the heat 
on your guests to kind of be like, am I coming? Are you coming or are you not? And when you throw in the destination part, I think it's, it's, you're expecting it even sooner. So how did you guys go apart, uh, go about handling the RSVPs and ensuring that guests could commit to traveling to Italy for the celebration? Yeah, it was like a process of planning. So we only had 36 guests and our villa that the reception was at and that we booked for the whole week held 25 guests. So we had our immediate family. So my parents and his parents and brothers and sisters stay at the villa. And then we picked like just a handful of our friends, basically friends that didn't have plus ones and we said if you want the villa is paid for come stay you just need to bring your like pay for your flights basically and most of our friends were on board with that I think because of the COVID of it all people hadn't been traveling once in a lifetime experience and it's just it was such a close-knit group we didn't have too many hiccups Mm. um We all booked our flights quite a distance out, so it wasn't crazy expensive to get overseas. I mean, we had to nag at a couple people to be like, did you book your flight? It's two (laughs) weeks out. Um, But, I mean, boys will be boys. Yeah. Thanks, friends, friends. Um, But, I mean, other than that, it was just putting a feeler out there about a year and a half before when we very first had the idea and then sending out Save the Dates one year to the date. So people had time to plan and everybody seemed okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a good amount of notice. Yeah, would have helped yeah. having a smaller, smaller wedding too. Yeah. And sure. talk us through the process yeah. of sourcing your suppliers. Cause I know you ended up engaging a couple of Aussie vendors in uh, Lucy doing photos and more life doing video. So what was your resource to for finding all your vendors? I, you know what? I don't even know how I came across so many Aussie vendors because you, More Life, and then also all my stationery was done by an Australian vendor as well. So oh, wow. you guys just speak to me, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Flying the Aussie flag. I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was everything was so beautiful. I just, um, Instagram was my best friend. I spent way too many hours on Instagram, but just like searching, like I picked words that really kind of resonated with all the inspiration I saw on TikTok or Pinterest or Instagram. And I plopped those into Instagram. So like ethereal wedding, delicate wedding, romantic wedding, and Instagram, just the algorithms will, you know, spit out Mm. all of the most beautiful things you've ever seen. And just spending way too many hours reaching out to vendors via DM or reaching out on their email or on a survey attached to their Instagram. Mm. So lots of Instagram and lots and lots of reaching out to more people than you would think (laughs) because it's so much more than just their pictures, right? Mm. You have to get along with them. You have to feel... Like you can communicate your vision with them, that they're responding to you in a timely manner. So it's so much more than just picking pictures of people's work on Instagram. You have to really trust them and you have to really do your research and vet them because it's more than just a picture. It's a relationship for a year and a half. 
Yeah, see, yeah. that's a big job as well because especially if you are sourcing international vendors and suppliers, it's like that's a lot of time having chats and video yeah. calls yeah. and all of that kind of stuff and lining times up and so it's a massive job in itself. It's um it's funny hearing about though like what you're putting into Instagram for things to spit out and me having the privilege <laughs> yeah. of being able to have shot your wedding, it's like, oh, that's good to know that like yeah. <laughs> that, that I'm coming up with that search. It's like, that's nice. You are, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful and your work was just breathtaking. Everybody is obsessed with the pictures. Mm. So we're so lucky to have had you there. Oh, it was honestly my pleasure. And I know I brought some Aussie humour to the day that I know that Ryan really loved. Yeah, I heard he couldn't even understand what Lucy was saying. <laughs> We did have a few laughs because I said a few things that, and Ryan turned around and was like, what does that mean? (laughs) What is suss you out? Suss you out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like proper Aussie (laughs) slang. And it just got to a point where I was like, oh, Luce, you just really need to like stop abbreviating things and speak in a normal language. (laughs) No, it was perfect. It was so fun. So good. Love it. So... The desire for the dream re- the dream destination wedding, it all came together in the end, but how did you mm-hmm. balance the dream and then the practical aspects of like budgeting and logistics? I, like I, I really didn't do a great job because <laughs> everything I saw and I wanted, I was like, well, let's just do it. You only get married once. So I'm like probably not the best for budgeting advice and I'll make sure Ryan doesn't listen to this part of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, of course, yeah, there's a balance of like making sure that like, I mean, florals, for example, my florist was incredible. Maria did such a beautiful job. And I mean, you can go over the top with florals too. So being really really direct with your vendors and letting them know this is what I want to spend, making sure you, you know, going into wedding planning, you're going to go over your budgets. Like, I don't know how people don't go over their budgets mm, totally. and just yeah. being realistic about it and knowing that is this where you want to go over your budget because it can get crazy. All of a sudden everything is, you know, two grand here, two grand here, 800 bucks here. And all of a sudden you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on this day. So being really intentional with where you put your budget to have that dream wedding. And for us, it was, you know, really beautiful decor, really wonderful food, but we had a small group, so we didn't need a live band, for example. Mm. So just being intentional with where you put that dream and making sure that it makes sense to you, because if it doesn't make sense to you, then why are, why are you doing it, right? Yeah. The dream on Instagram, the dream for somebody's Pinterest is different than maybe what my dream is and what I wanted people to remember from my day. Yeah. So I think just being intentional with what your dream is. Yeah. I agree. And that's really great advice. Did you find at all that Instagram like threw that out at all? Or did you find Instagram just really, really positive in your planning? I think it's a super, like a real balance. Instagram for me, planning a destination wedding was really positive to find vendors, to communicate. I I can shoot a message and I know it's sitting there and the person will see it when they wake up. 
Mm. Um, but I mean, Instagram, I think is also hugely negative if you can't balance what is real and what is fake or just, you know, other being able to just take a step back and realize, okay, that's okay that that isn't my life. It's okay that I don't have a million dollar budget for a wedding and I can't get married on the side of Lake Como with swans flying. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. And it doesn't have to be that to be beautiful. So I, uh, I think, I mean, every once in a while, I even need to take a step back from Instagram. It's so easy to go down the rabbit hole and be like, oh, I should have done that, or I wish I did this, or that wedding was so beautiful. Why didn't I have that? Mm. And just taking a step back and being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everything you're doing, you did for a reason. And I think it goes back to, again, just being super intentional with why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Look, Mandy, I know how much you planned your day. You did the most incredible (laughs) job. It was so beautiful. And I just want to touch back on it, the on your florals on the table and it was she and the arbor and everything was just like, ah, so, so beautiful. (laughs) She was such a lovely human as well. Is it Maria? Did you say? Yeah. Yeah, Maria. Maria. She's just gorgeous. Such a lovely human. She's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And she was a really good bouncing point too. I had a bit of a hiccup with a wedding planner and totally fine came out on top it's okay like we got through it but maria being one of like one of the really only local tuscan vendors i had she was like such a help because she had worked in the area before i could shoot her a question she'd answer back right away so she was a good sounding board for some of my 12 week out craziness where I was like where am I gonna walk down the aisle like I don't have a ceremony location so she was so much more than a florist Mm. and I think that's what you have to look for in vendors people that are people they're Mm. not just gonna put food on the table or not just take your picture they really are people that you can relate to and trust yeah that's really nice yeah and so if you could just pick a couple do you have any major highlights from the day Uh, Even though the whole day was a highlight. (laughs) I know. Can the whole day be a highlight? It was perfect. Walking down the aisle was really special. We did like a pretty non-traditional song and I'm such a daddy's girl. And we walked or I walked down the aisle and my dad walked me down the aisle to She's Always a Woman by Billy Joel, which is a pretty non-traditional song to walk down the aisle to so that was really special because I can do no wrong in my father's eyes Mm. and hopefully in Ryan's eyes too so that was really beautiful and our first kiss was really beautiful worked out perfectly we had like this beautiful dip and it was right on the music and it just it seemed surreal even when I was in the moment it felt surreal um so that was a huge highlight like the walking down the aisle and the vows like the ceremony was Mm. so so special um and the party was super super fun too the champagne tower and the mcdonald's and the sparklers so much fun it just felt like a movie like the whole day was a movie it was crazy but yeah just yeah it's a pinpoint one it's it's far 
it's too difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've we've seen the little highlight that um, more life threw up, that, and yeah. that includes everything oh, you just touched on. So um, we'll so have to throw cool. that on our socials because it was really cool. So lastly, before you go, Mandy, if you could go back and do anything differently for your day, would you change anything? I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. I might have just started planning myself a little bit sooner. It was in around like around the new year, January, 2023, that I wasn't feeling super confident in my wedding planner. And I kind of gave it, gave it some time to fix itself and what have you. And it didn't, which is okay. But I wish I had started working on the wedding myself back in January, as opposed to in June when everything kind of fell off the deep end Mm. because I was stressed. I was like super stressed in July and August and it wasn't great, but I mean, that's such a small, small thing. Um, And I ended up getting it all done anyway. So, I mean, as for, as far as the, the day goes, there is nothing, nothing at all. I would change i just wish it didn't go by so quickly i wish i could do it again how fast does it go it's 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 crazy crushing isn't it i know i know all brides say the same thing like soak it in it goes by so fast and Mm. i was always thinking how is that possible like there's 24 hours in every day Mm. no something happens on your wedding day time is sped up it is crazy yeah, and it's it's funny because the morning often feels quite slow and then yes. as soon as the like you leave to go to the ceremony, it's like everything is on fast forward. Yeah, it's mm. gone in the blink of an eye. I know. And that's why it's like I mean, you've said it throughout this this chat that it's just so important to really soak it all in and be present and lean into your suppliers and just trust and just enjoy every inch of it because they truly are the funnest days but as long as you're sitting in being present with it because yeah it goes it goes far too and and you've only got sneak peeks but you're going to be able to relive the whole day once the full galleries and all the content gets delivered right so you'll be there's more there's more excitement to come yeah (laughs) yes i know i know Um, i can't wait all the pictures are so beautiful the video is so so i mean also big 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 tip Invest in photo and video. If mm. you're thinking it's enough to have your friend shoot an iPhone video or pictures, it's not. Just do it. I'm Get so glad a good you said photographer that. and videographer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Honestly, so wonderful reliving yours and Ryan's day, Samanda. And it's just so nice to chat to someone who did such an extraordinary job and pulled such a beautiful wedding together from one side of the world and bringing it over to <laughs> the other so bravo girlfriend you did such a great great job you should be very proud of yourself and i'm i'm just so glad it all paid off because it was i can vouch the most beautiful day <laughs> thank you so much thank you it was really beautiful and thank you guys for being a part of it and thank you for having me on oh, i love talking about my wedding yeah. So, yeah. Well, it was so <laughs> fun to have you and thank you again for making the time darling really appreciate it 